This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spurs Tech Ranchers. One, two, three, go! We were looking the whole week, Greg and I, whether it was going to be, whether any of the games could take place, because all three, at like when last week when I looked, it said there was 80% chance of rain. Why don't they have like an intermediate stadium that they can play at? <laughs> well, all the vinyls are up here in Gauteng. Because like we know that Gauteng has some rainfall. Why don't they just put roofs on cricket stadiums? <laughs> that we could totally turn it into a velodrome. I saw that they they do that somewhere in the Big Bash League. One of the games they had a had a roof. If the ball hits the roof, it's a six, which I thought's a bit bizarre because it might be easier sometimes to hit it straight up if the roof's close enough and actually hit it for six. Because it's not a dead ball, it's a six. Okay, I don't know a lot about cricket. I haven't played cricket. But I'm not sure that's a very easy shot to, you know, just plan to have in your arsenal. <laughs> it's easy if it's a, probably a spin bowler and uh, it's a bit tossed up. And But probably if you get Brett Lee bowling 160 at your Mitchell Stark, it's not going to be easy yeah. to scoop it up. <laughs> I want to hear your story again about the first SA or the first T20 final. Yeah, so way back in Bloom, so um, the the first T20 final it was still called the Standard Bank T20. Way back, I think it was against the Cobras. I'm not 100% certain anymore, but the, then the Gestetner Diamond Eagles, <laughs> not the Knights. It was still yeah. And um, the first day, it wasn't the final. Uh, it was a few overs bowled and. Uh, then the game couldn't finish because it uh, not enough overs, not enough time. And then they played on the official extra day that was put out for if it rains or something happens. And uh, what happened is uh, the Knights won or the uh, Eagles. And then the after party was in bloom at the place called Barbas. And late that night, probably the next mornings, Monday morning, so it wasn't on the Sunday, um, we the, the trophy broke, <laughs> the the handle of the trophy broke. Or if it's still standing in the Free States, uh, 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 the the uh, boardroom, they have the trophy there, but it broke. And the next year there was a new trophy out. So I don't know if we, when Hitler uh, Fidik and I remember him was part of the when the tro- trophy broke on the stage. Uh, I think David Jacobs was playing guitar and. Um, Somewhere in that morning, that trophy broke there, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it's it's still standing in the boardroom. Not not claiming responsibility, though. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> you were never there. But you just remember hearing the story from a friend. I was observing as a journalist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you tell us a bit more about that? Your your history, how you've got into sports, this kind of career you've made in in covering sports, and yeah, so. Um, uh, uh, probably a late starter, not a late starter. I, I didn't uh, participate in a lot of sports when I was young. I only started uh, playing rugby when I was in grade uh, four, so under 11. So a bit of a backlog there, but um, and I uh, played cricket only from then as well. So uh, a bit uh, on a late start because you usually start in schools at uh, grade one and now the guys start before school uh, getting into the sports and but uh, it what got me was probably the 95 world cup got me into it the excitement and everything around it uh, got me into sport and uh, i just loved it from there and uh, and, and it grew from there and then uh, st- with what i started with the websites and uh, this w- was born out of 
uh, way back. I'll take you back to, uh, Alex probably won't know this, but you, you didn't have a Wikipedia or stuff. You, you bought a CD in Carta. And on there was like your encyclopedia for where you did your task for school from. So it was now revolutionary because it wasn't going to the, um, the library. library. Yeah. So, and then I was like, probably you could do this um, for rugby as well. They have a, a type of CD where people buy it and then, yeah. And from there, luckily by the time I got to matric, websites were a bit more accessible and, it, and that's where where I decided to do this idea of all the info and results from this sport. It wasn't school sports then, yet. Um, it was Springbok rugby, getting stats from there. And, yeah, uh, th- that's more probably where it was born from, yeah. It's gone into school sport, though, because you have now made a name for yourself with the amount of knowledge you have on school sport and also the website, uh, School of Sports, it's... Um, now being also joining into the Supersport School space and becoming part of that, it's quite incredible. The, the, how far back, how many years back do you think some of that data goes? Uh, probably I've, I've sat uh, uh, earlier with Gerard and I was talking about like the athletics. I've got results from probably from 1920 from the Free State Championships. I, I went, I like a lot doing a lot of research and stuff. So um, I go to libraries still because there's info that you uh, 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 get that's not on the internet. You won't believe it. There's a lot of uh, info and knowledge that's not on the internet. And um, we're trying to capture that as well and trying to, because it's lost there in the library, probably uh, gathering dust and trying to digitize it a bit. I mean, how it's getting to the internet is because of people like you that have this passion. I mean... You've collected sports of 100, 1920. That is still baffling to think about. Like, that wasn't even South Africa. <laughs> As we know, it's oh, even too bad. Were well, the British still here? It feels like that's, that's a lot. So through this catalog, I mean, sure, for some of, these, some of these results, you were there. What were some of the breathtaking ones? You know, ones that you're like, that one, that one's staying in my memory bank. Yeah, so I'd, I'd, uh, when I got a chance to do a lot of research, um, I was working on a book that we were planned to give out with when I was working at Volksblatt in Bloemfontein on the schools rugby in the central region. And um, look, any team that in the central region beat Grey College, any team in the country that beat Grey College in rugby, it's, it's a major day. You will see if, if a team beat Grey College, usually the other team in five years, there was a few Springboks that comes from that team that... Uh, happened and Gray the last time they lost against the side from Bloemfontein to give you interest sake was in 1992 against Central and um, so when I researched yeah when when I researched this book it's a lot of those so even Dr. Filyun beat Gray in yeah I'm gonna lie the date but it was Geisy Pina missed the game so it was way back Geisy Pina and Roti Barnard was the scrum of he played Craven Week uh, Geisy Pina never played Craven Week to give you a, a Oti Barnard uh, didn't become a Springbok or that, but Geisy Pina did. But in that, so, so there's a lot of history in that central team, for instance, where a player like Stephen Brink, who played uh, Springbok Sevens, and it, so it, it's usually a guy that has to be there to, to make that upset, but it's a long time. Before that, the previous defeat was in 83 against Libueta. Before that, 
was in 68 uh, <laughs> against Jim Fouchier. So just for interest, like how Grey College um, in the central region, how, what the powerhouse they're on. Uh, I mean, it's incredible, the stats. You can go here. So it used to be in the 1900s. It kind of sounds like 10 or so years. <laughs> and now it's been 30. <laughs> that That is, I mean, I mean, we're from the Cape, so... <laughs> the idea of going up to Bloom to we don't even we don't even try to send people up there. Um but to hear I mean the dominance. If, if you can really put into scope how dominant this team is, how would you put it? Uh to give you um you know from the Cape, so yeah. uh, uh probably one of the only schools that uh, have a positive record against Great College is Rondebosch Boys High. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Yes. But I think they last played in 1967. We'll claim it. It doesn't matter. We'll claim it. It's a bit like I've heard um, that there's one team that has a positive win. They have a 100% series win record against New Zealand. And it was like a way back. It's Rhodesia. I think yeah. in, uh, during the 1949 tour of the All Blacks here, <laughs> they played Rhodesia twice. One was a draw and one was a win. Yeah. Yeah. So, Rondebosch. <laughs> it's fine. We'll claim the record. <laughs> That data, though, is so rich um, because you can go and find information about a Springbok who's not even a Springbok yet, a Protea who's not even a Protea yet, someone who goes off and plays tennis for another country, netball, whatever. You can find that information now, which is so powerful. I mean, apart from the data just being interesting for the sake of it being there, have people been asking you, like, can you find something out for us? Has there been applications of uh, the the information no no definitely the, and look it's uh, usually people ask me um a lot about the craven week beforehand like when is the last time this team has beaten this one and of course it's difficult you, you don't find that elsewhere and it's uh, i haven't even captured everything or digitized it I, I have it but i haven't and so it's probably uh, on on the craven week and even the kaimajola week there's a lot of info that's um it, and it's uh, people ask, and like, when is the last time a guy got a century? When is the uh, when Diego Rogier, when he was SA schools captain in Cape Town, I think 2011, he uh, was the first time ever that a player from Greekland West was captain of the SA schools cricket team. So it's quite stuff like that. It's interesting, and I mean, there's good. There's guys that came from um, Greek West that played proper cricket, but never SA schools captain. So it's quite interesting all, all of those the firsts are, and you will never think that there could be still a first but there's always always time for, for a record or a first I mean that is truly inspiring to hear you go so in depth on this I mean most people when they think you know I keep a database on this the final score maybe matter the match but the fact that you're keeping such in depth records is it's, it's inspiring I mean what, what inspired you to dive this deep Yes, uh, I probably, uh, it's... Uh, just happened. <laughs> it, it just happened. It's uh, probably my, my nature that I'm very inquisitive and I ask questions and I always, someone tells me, um, no, I, I played Craven Week uh, in 2002 and I did freestyle. I was saying, oh, you're not Bismarck Duplessis. So, <laughs> it's, uh, so uh, I always question stuff. So it's probably from there having an inquisitive nature. Um, and also... Um, Covering the sports is it's nice to when people see um, Andre Pollard play. I think back of the first time I saw him in Uppington at the Grand Como Week, and it's nice to see the guys develop from there and and see oh, 
I've made a note of him and he made it and it's yeah. And I think that's what's so incredible about all this data that you have is that now with super sports schools being on TV, doing more sport than ever before, we're going to have thousands and thousands and thousands of matches this year. I think last year was in excess of 25,000 uh, games streamed and this year it's going to be somewhere in the region of 60,000 streaming hours um, on super sports schools. So there's a lot more competition being seen out there and to augment that with stats and information because if we go and watch cricket on tv for example and someone scores uh 256 in a t20 in bloemfontein then they'll come up and say okay here are all the highest chases of the past 100,000 years for for cricket at the at bloemfontein which we don't have for for school so to to add that in i think is really exciting Done it, and it's giving more kids the opportunity to make a living out of sports, uh, streaming as well as getting perspective. The stats gives a bit perspective because I see a lot of people on Facebook would say, "Oh no, this, he betted the SA schools record in athletics." We've seen it uh, the past week a, a few times with posts, but the only place where you can better the SA schools record is at the SA schools championship. So it's it's quite the uh, and people don't know it, mm. and and then also to to break a record at a, a school's meeting, say the SA Junior record, because you can do that, there's a lot of stuff before it could be ratified. You have to be tested, drug tested for illegal stup- substances. There should be a SA official there from Athletic South Africa that could say, oh, this, the weight is right of the javelin for, for mm-hmm. argument's sake, or uh, the wind meter has been calibrated and all of that. So there's a lot of stuff that needs to be in place for a record to be ratified. So it's uh, it's interesting and people probably don't know this uh, because your kid are at school, at high school, for five years and it's not you not deep diving as much as I've been yeah. doing or the guys that work with it every year, day and yeah. You know. Breaking the, broken the world record for the 100 meter, it's a PE teacher with a manual stopwatch. <laughs> it didn't start until halfway through the race. <laughs> Suddenly you're wondering, oh, this guy must be the new, new Sam Bolt. He got him four seconds. <laughs> four seconds. Oh my goodness. He did as Spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast. Because back bacon has more meat and less fat. And we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees. Then serve it with two large eggs, golden chips, grilled tomato, toast and jam. And at only $49.90 for our unreal breakfast. Why not bring the whole family? Spur, people with a taste for life. T's and C's apply. The fact that it's all recorded and is there is cool. I want to know from you if if there any, they don't need to necessarily be records, but just anything that you've discovered over time. If you've got a top couple facts that just you think are quite interesting or figures, I'm, I'm sure there are, but to, to, to pull them out on the spot... <laughs> No, it's a, you, you know, We're I'm, testing the encyclopedia here. No, it's fine. So I'll I'll tell you a lacquer story. So um, I've um, watched Malcolm Marks play at flank for the Lions at the Academy Week. I only came for the last day that year, um, 2010, 20, no, 2011. And he played Academy Week in the final against Western Province. He was a flanker. And then next year, I drove um, a friend of mine, BSC Duplessis agent, and we went to the, the Bondedag. In, in Rustenburg and Malcolm then just moved to Hooker and we had he said now I must come with and have a little bit of look can this throw into the line out 
And we watched it, and I was like, this guy will play SA schools definitely. And, and the water polo, you could see he can, he can throw the ball in. It's, uh, I know he struggled uh, at the next level a bit with it, but you, you always knew he was something special. It's, it's like uh, that moments in, um, in Idols or in uh, America's Got Talent. A person steps out there and you don't know who they are, what, and mm. the moment it's five seconds in, you know, okay, this oak is going to be a go star. Far. Yeah. yeah. So that's always the, yeah, I, I can't think of stats that's incredible. It is probably <laughs> a lot, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a cool story, though, to have been part of these journeys, to see someone before they are the sensational players that they are today, like Malcolm with his, with his lineouts, his steals, his jackals. It's, it's so cool. Going forward this year, I know, obviously, and we've mentioned it a bit, that you're coming into the Supersport Schools fold. Um, and there's going to be more, I guess, than just streaming of matches now. There's going to be uh, text content, articles, that sort of thing. So what are you most excited about for being involved in Supersport Schools this year and, and plans for, for that? Yeah, I'm ex what makes me most excited, look, uh, the, the rugby's has been built out the athletics but it's the other sports the football the basketball um, netball the hockey that's being built out as well now being giving more written content and more stats on that as well it's uh, if we write two articles a week we, we, we plan to do a lot more on each of these sports it's more than has been done in the previous years for all of those sports it's incredible yeah. to give that that coverage yes, I hope that it's a platform that you go if you want to know anything about school sports and want to be a researcher or being a parent that's probably played school sports and showing your son or your daughter i played here look my record that i've put there in or won this meeting here it could be yeah nice to have a bit of a, a record of that i think it's that's the important part well, you are the person with all the facts and the figures and something we've added to the Supersport Schools podcast now is the quiz. And so just to, before we do it, to break it down, if you haven't seen it before or listened to it and to tell you about it, basically you're going to go up against Tim. You'll each get separately 60 seconds to answer as many questions correctly as you can. It's got to do with school sports, sports in general. And we've got a bit of a leaderboard going. So basically you go up against Tim so you can you can place wherever you place on the leaderboard you can beat tim as well you can lose to tim place on the leaderboard we'll see what happens i think of all the ones tim's done this is probably uh, this is the one i'm most confident on losing <laughs> i have to say uh, i'm i'm waiting for where's the teleprompter with the answers on that. <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 <clears throat> okay we're ready to go Come on, we need a booper reel. All right, it is time for the quiz between Hannes and Tim. Now, we thought, because Hannes has done sort of quizzing with Supersport before as part of media, and because this really is the, the, the most stacked the odds have ever been against Tim, I'm going to go into our old algorithm here, find basically a random section of questions that we've had on the podcast before. So we're going to see how well you remember you might have even answered them and got them wrong. Other people might have answered them. And then Hannes has got a really, really down the rabbit hole set of questions. So this is going to be interesting to see if he can top the leaderboard, even with the much more random <laughs> questions All that right. you're going to let's, have. Let's hope I don't lose against somebody <sighs> with a handicap. 
60 seconds, Tim, on the clock. Are you ready? Sir. Your time starts now. True or false, you can move with the ball in netball. False. Correct. Name either the junior men or women's winner at the 2022 Stanabank SA Schools boat race. Nah. Oh, but um, 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 St. Mary's? And, yes, yes. Yeah. The first time rugby was played at the Olympics, it took place in the 15s format, but which country won the gold? US? Yep. Cajiso uh, Rabada attended the same high school as England's Michael Lum and New Zealand's Grant Elliott. Which school was it? Yes. St. Stithians. How many players are there in, uh, on the field in a cricket team? 11. Correct. What is the only country to have played in every FIFA World Cup? Brazil. Correct. Wow. Uh, complete the iconic derby Michael House versus? Hilton. Yep. What is the only sport that has been played on the moon? Golf. Correct. True or false, a hockey goalie is allowed to play the ball with the back of their stick. It's false. Which channel is Supersport Schools going to be broadcast on on DSTV? T16. Correct. Who has won more first 15 rugby derbies, Bold Boys or Bold Gym? Correct. In time. Time is up. All right. I can't even ask the next question. That that went very well, Tim, compared to previous times. It's, It's not like I've never heard these questions before. First time. Let's put this into perspective. Mark Jury, Coach Cooks, blind without seeing the questions before, ever. Both got nine. Timothy Matama, having done the quiz twice, three times times now, having done it many times, behind the scenes even practicing, having heard all the questions before, and the answers, and having done some of the questions before and still getting the same answers wrong. That's the third time I got the hockey question wrong. You thought I would have lived by the stage. All you have done is equaled them. So I was going to say, no, we can't have you going above and being at the top. We can put you on the leaderboard with nine. So we'll, you, you can be on the leaderboard there. Everyone's got nine. Luca's got six. But it's time for Hannes. We'll either have a change of guard or a very well-fought battle against some ridiculous questions. Hannes Nienaba, Encyclopedia of School Sport. Are you ready? I'm ready. You've got 60 seconds on the clock, and your time starts now. Who holds the South Africa 100-yard record? Viva Jinkwa. No, how, uh, Simon Makakwe. Oh, how many races before George Russell got his first F1 point? I'm not sure. Oh. 37. How many points for a shot inside the circle are you awarded in basketball? One. It's two. Oh. In 1908, Bosch and Bishops played their first match. It was the under-16 A's. What was the score, and all who won? Uh, Bishops, uh, 110-0. Oh, it is 112 mil, but that's a point. Gray College is regarded as the best rugby school in history. What win percentage that they had since 1855? I think 93%. It's close enough, 91. What does a black flag in Formula One mean? I'm not sure. Disqualified. What was the first country to host the cricket, rugby and football World Cups? Australia. South Africa. Which country was the first to win all three? Uh, Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, England. Yeah. Which South African won the 100 meter for South Africa in the 1908 Olympics? Reggie Walker. Yeah. Who were the 1892 Curry Cup champions? 1892. Uh, Western Province. Yeah. Western, Western Province. Province. There we go. On the buzzer. Yeah. Much harder. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I think, I, no much honestly, harder. I think I could take those questions. I reckon yeah. you get to no. 10 times multiplier Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, that, no. no. Uh, he called no, five. He no, called no, five. No. He called let's, be, five. let's double this down, okay? Because I technically won this with nine. So, if I get higher than five, I can claim the new name of Encyclopedia. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So, but you have to go all in. 
all in. So whatever you get now, this will be my new score, score on the table. So Hannes has gone first. Yep. Hannes has gone first. Set a target of five. I'm gonna beat this five. You're gonna beat this I'm five. Gonna beat this five. And do you know what? Because there aren't enough questions. <laughs> I. There are some. The ones he got wrong, I will also ask you. Still don't know the answers, Alex. You know yep. this for a fact. Okay, okay. Can Timothy Mathoma, on his second go, all in, beat five? 60 seconds on the clock. Already. Your time starts now. Between which two school teams was the first ever rugby match in South Africa played? Sax versus Bishops. Yep. Who refereed the 1995 Rugby World Cup final? Next. <laughs> Ed Morrison. Which South African is the only South African to have won a Grand Slam in tennis? Andy Murray? Creek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hunt Creek. What is the South African under 18 100 meter girls record time? 9.8. 11.24. Ambitious. Who holds the South Africa 100 yard record? Jackie something. Simon McGuckway. We <laughs> asked him how many races before George Russell got his first F1 point. 37. Correct. And we've run out of questions. How many did I get? We've, we've run out of questions. We've asked the basketball. Oh. How many points did you get? It's two. Okay. Well, that's the only one. And you would have got three. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got more than three, Alex. Surely. He's only got more than three. Let's to to wrap it all up yeah. to end off the conversation we've had because it's been very interesting going into the archives. Um, and while that wasn't a straightforward Super Sports Schools podcast quiz, Tim went all in. Hannes enters it with five, but at a much much higher standard than everyone else. So we we'll put feel a little like brain. We there. need a second table. A second table just like, for for we we can, we can have like the advanced like, masters. Yeah, this is like championship division, regular division, and we can give you two points or three points on that one. Okay, we'll do that. Three on championship. I'll take yeah. that. Even though That's most of the questions you had already answered. <laughs> <laughs> we, won't, we won't talk about that. Hannes, thank you so much for joining us. It's been great. Yeah, thank you, guys. I enjoyed it. It was very nice. This has been the Super Sports Schools Podcast. Bringing you stories of our future stars. Powered by Spurs Steak Ranchers.